Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Celebrating 10 years on the air, thanks to Australia's only LGBTIQ plus radio station, Joy 94.9. This is QNN. Hi there. I'm Matthew Wade and this is your QNN update. The man who shocked his own lawyers by pleading guilty to murdering gay man Scott Johnson in 1988 is maintaining his innocence, but has lost a bid to stop his sentence proceedings next month. Scott White was charged with Johnson's murder in 2020. Over three decades earlier, the American mathematician and PhD student's body was found at the base of cliffs at Northhead in Sydney. On January 10 this year, White unexpectedly declared he was guilty of the crime during his New South Wales Supreme Court arraignment. The 51-year-old's lawyers then attempted to withdraw the plea, however, Supreme Court Justice Helen Wilson rejected that. A bisexual former student at City Point Christian College is reportedly suing the Brisbane Religious School for discrimination. In late January, the Carindale School in Brisbane's East caused outrage after demanding families sign a revised enrolment contract. The document required families to denounce homosexuality and bisexuality and for students to identify by their sex assigned at birth. In response, the bi teenager withdrew from the school and her family have said they want City Point Christian College to be held accountable. Anna Brown, the CEO of Equality Australia, has warned political parties not to take LGBTIQ voters for granted in the upcoming federal election. Brown said the constant debate over the lives of gay, lesbian, bisexual and transgender people's lives was making people sceptical of political parties' motives and that it was time for politicians to stop using the queer communities as a political football. She said, After a series of divisive debates focused on the lives of LGBTIQ people, many of our community have become sceptical of the political parties and are yet to make up their minds about who they'll vote for. The University of Melbourne said they have counselled one of their academics over a transphobic post on social media on Trans Day of Visibility. On March 31, Faculty of Arts Associate Professor Holly Lawford-Smith posted a photo of a trans pride flag painted on the premises of the university in a Facebook group. The post said, Every entrance to UniMelb today and was accompanied by vomit emojis. Australian drag performer Pauline Pantsdown was the first to call out the post, writing... Amazed that the University of Melbourne is fine with an associate professor posting vomit emojis about the existence of some students. Zero priority for student safety. And the majority of Brits want a conversion therapy ban that also includes protections for the trans community, according to an extensive YouGov poll. Overall, two-thirds of Brits surveyed thought that conversion therapy aimed to change an individual's sexual orientation or gender identity should be banned. That was your Q&N update. Now to Jacqueline with your sport report.
Transgender athletes are no longer able to compete in British cycling events after the national governing body suspended its trans policy. The announcement follows the ban imposed on British trans cyclist Emily Bridges from participating at the National Omnium Championships in Derby. The policy will now undergo a review, but UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says biological men shouldn't be competing in female sporting events. The American Hockey League has suspended Rochester forward Ben Holstrom for using homophobic language during a home game against Utica Comets. The 34-year-old will miss eight games and participate in diversity and inclusion training after appearing to have engaged in an altercation with Comets forward Chase DeLeo. Rochester Amrix general manager Jason Carmenos says the club has zero tolerance for any form of hate and is sorry for any harm the comment has caused. Brisbane's Emily Bates has become the second AFLW player to be awarded all three major end-of-season awards in the same year. The Lions vice-captain won the league's best and fairest, the Coaches Association's most valuable player and the most valuable player award from the Players Association. Adelaide captain Erin Phillips is the only other player to have won all three awards in 2019. And the Adelaide Crows have won their third AFLW Premiership, defeating the Melbourne Demons by 13 points at Adelaide Oval. The Crows have won three of the five grand finals since the AFLW began in 2017, and the title cements captain Erin Phillips as one of the greats of the game. Phillips is reportedly considering her playing future after a decorated career. Thanks, Jacqueline. That's what's making news in the LGBTIQ community this week. The Q&N team will be back here next week, or you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Q&N. I'm Matthew Wade. Q&N was recorded at Joy 94.9. Get your queer news and entertainment fix daily. Tune in to Joy 94.9 at joy.org.au or via our app. Distributed across the Community Radio Network with thanks to the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy.